Good evening, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. And as always, I'm grateful for your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all the continued shares. And uh, if you ever want to review it, and there's a place to review the podcast, please feel free to do so. That would be a very generous act. So uh, I really appreciate that if you, if you can. And even if you don't want to write something, if you just review it, it would be great. And I think Apple, from what I understand, does that. And I was just recently notified to ask people to review and I don't ever think of it. But yes, yeah, of course, please, please, if you feel the need to do that, go ahead and review it. I would love your feedback. And also you can email me if you want a more personal uh, feedback to me. You can email me at T-A-L-A-I-B-R-A-8888 at gmail.com. And like I always say, uh, I respond promptly to those. So please feel free to send them. I enjoy them. Okay. Tonight is really about something that many of us don't ever get an education in. And um, we hide it. We hide this type of education most of the time. We may find ourselves choosing to avoid dealing with this topic. We have many other names for it rather than just what it's called. And what I'm basically referring to is embarrassment. <laughs> yeah, that just that. I mean, we don't want to call it other things. But another way to define embarrassment would be feeling of awkwardness, self-consciousness, even more and more and more basic would be fear of other people judging you, um, for people to see your flaws or what have you, uh, or even your imperfections, not just flaws, but imperfections, things that you may not know that you have about yourself. Now, I'm about to oversimplify the next part, but bear with me on this, okay? So I want to give you kind of a visual description here. Imagine yourself having two large parts of you. One part is what you think you are, the beliefs that you may have about yourself. I'm compassionate. I'm kind. I'm generous. I am courteous. I'm faithful. I am honest. I am brutally honest. I tell the truth all the time. I never lie. Like all these are kind of beliefs you may have about yourself. This is what you think you consciously have. Now there's another part of you that's more subconscious. It's the part that has the responses and the behaviors that you have subconsciously. That means it's out of your awareness. And some of those may not match your conscious beliefs, what you really think of yourself. Okay, you with me so far? Why this is important when it comes to embarrassment is, let's say you think that you are a generous or kind person. Then somebody comes to you and and uh, says that you're in front of a lot of people, says, you know what? You're not really that kind. You're not really that generous. Uh, you never put a tip. Last time when we went out, when we went out to a restaurant, you never actually put a tip there. It was a, It was a really cheap tip. And let's say they're joking around. They're not really meaning to hurt you, but let's say they're joking around. Now, this is the time where if you thought you were a generous person and that people would think that about you because that's what you see about yourself, then this would be a form of embarrassment for you. This is what it would feel like. 
a lot of us won't go to the idea of embarrassment. We won't even label it that way. We try to label it like other things. We we say that that person was rude. You don't know what you're talking about. We even might try to argue with that person. Like, no, I left a tip. Well, that waiter or waitress wasn't really that good. And why would I be leaving a tip? They didn't even, the food was cold. <laughs> Whatever excuse or justification. All to avoid the embarrassment of the possible truth that I could be. A cheapskate, perhaps, or somebody who's not that generous. Okay, so this is important, you guys. This is really important. Now, if we continue to live on this level, on this kind of superficial level, that what I think of myself doesn't match my behavior, what eventually happens is that I kind of live in a delusional world, my own delusional world. I might push people away because I have not learned important life lessons, because I'm choosing to stand my beliefs of what I think I am versus how I'm performing, right? Uh, also, I might just care about the image, the idea of what people think about me rather than really who I am and what I accept about myself, perhaps. In order for us to start growing, we have to admit that part of us that, we, that doesn't match with our responses, right? those beliefs that we have about ourselves, we need to just go recheck them. So whenever we get into a situation that that causes us embarrassment, we are rechecking. If we are doing it right, we are rechecking what we thought about ourselves. Whatever belief or truth that we thought we are, maybe is not the truth. So for example, if my friend was right, you know, if I admitted to myself that yes, this was embarrassing and yes, it was embarrassing me in front of other people, but it was truthful. I did not leave a good tip last time. I didn't even leave any tip last time or whatever the case is. If I admit that, then next time I do want to act in generosity. So this way I can match up my own belief with my actions, right? That rather than living kind of in a sleep state where I think I am generous, but I'm not. And I wonder why people react in certain ways, right? Uh, and why I'm not growing in certain areas. So... I love moments where in the past I've been embarrassed and shit, let me just tell you, it is, it's hard. It's hard to confront your own imperfections. But today I've, I've kind of been on this journey of doing it so much so often that I, I know this familiar feeling of embarrassment that just kind of creeps up and I'm like, oh shit, I confront it right away. I'm like, okay, why was this embarrassing? What, why did I, what did I not want people to see about me? Um, that I may not accept as well, right? I may not accept about myself, perhaps. Uh, and I've been trying to hide it from people. So one reason could be that I am ashamed of it. I do not accept myself. And then another could be, I really don't think that I have a certain trait that was possibly pointed out to me that could definitely be another situation here. So I hope this makes sense so far because man, oh man, there are ways that we run away from the idea of embarrassment. But if we start confronting embarrassment, not by confronting people who embarrass us, which is what ends up happening. We start getting into fights, arguments. We want to change other people's mind. We want to defend ourselves, defend, defend, defend. All of this just even looks more insecure. It just looks like you just can't handle feedback, which end up, it sucks. 
It sucks all around, right? Because other people can, in fact, see it. So what you're working so hard to hide, you know, uh, is really going to end up being seen anyways, because we're not consistent with it, because we really are not, we don't have that trait that we want to think we have uh, consistently. So it will be not done on purpose. Like I'm not going to be working on being a better tipper on purpose. I'll just do it every once in a while. When people are looking, I'll tip good. Um, but when people are not looking, I won't. Right. But let, you know, that's kind of what I have to confront about my, myself is like, Hey, I need to be a fair tipper anywhere I go, period. End the story. So this way I can live out the beliefs that I think I stand by that I, that I, that are a pretty important or priority for me. Okay. So now what do we do when we get embarrassed? Now, my favorite thing to do when I get embarrassed about something is to withhold or refrain or restrain myself from saying anything else. When I'm about to defend, when I'm about to explain myself, when I'm about to do something else, that I'm about to argue with somebody, when I get, when I get feel that offended feeling on the inside, that offensive heat on the inside, that feeling right there, I need to sit still with it. Uh, because I know it's embarrassment. And if, if you kind of get really good at labeling it within yourself, anytime you get offended, it's just another time that you just get embarrassed. It's something embarrassing about you. Somebody saw something in you that you did not want them to see is another way to say that. Once we identify that, we sit still, we don't do much about it. Then we go home, we think about this, right? We look at ourselves more compassionately and we talk to ourselves more compassionately. It's like, I want to learn how to correct myself and teach myself without shaming myself. Like you shouldn't have done this. How could you do this? What are people going to think about you? And then play out the worst case scenario. Instead of doing all that, which is not compassionate to yourself and your journey, what we want to do is to just take responsibility. Yep. There's shame there. There's going to be feelings of guilt, perhaps, and definitely embarrassment and all of it. I'm just going to be like, yep, I need to just confront what that is. And you can even write it right away, like write a few things that you just make a guess what you think might have caused you embarrassment. What did you not want people to see? And I love this exercise uh, because then you can just list all the stuff that you may think uh, might be the answer to that. And then when you see one that kind of hits home, but this takes like a few of them, right? When you see one that hits home, you'll know, you'll know what that is. And from that place, once you identify whatever that is, for example, in the case of the bad tipper, <laughs> the cheapskate, I would identify that I'm a cheapskate and that I'm not what I thought I was, you know, I thought I was a fair tipper and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm only a good tipper when people are watching, but not when, when, for example, I'm, I'm not around anybody else, you know, I could be a cheapskate. So once I admit that about myself, then I'm going to actively on purpose, start to change my responses. So again, I'm not going to changing the belief yet. I'm just now consciously aware that I have that belief about myself that's conflicting with reality, <laughs> with my actual responses. And so when I'm about to go to a restaurant again, I will go ahead and practice with humility, leaving a tip uh, that I think is just fair, uh, and then walking away. I'm going to keep practicing this until it naturally becomes easy for me to give without having to uh, assess or evaluate too much. You know, generosity 
you know, anonymously, <laughs> not watching the person kind of get the tip and, and get excited about it, right? So we want to do it with humility. Now, this also can be done in, in many other ways. Let's say you are at work and something embarrassing happens, like a boss comes and clearly uh, offends you, right? Now, when we get embarrassed, then what's, what we're going to end up doing is either talking back to that boss or we might talk behind their back to other people so we can make ourselves sound better and, you know, pretend that we, we shouldn't be embarrassed about this situation, what have you. Uh, but again, uh, this boss who's yelling and, and talking dirt to you is embarrassing themselves, really, by doing that, um, by behaving in this immature way. The best thing you could do is sit still, stand still, and kind of take it home, reflect on it because you're going to be offended. You're going to be offended, heated up. You, you, you might replay different scenarios or transcripts in your head. How are you going to come back tomorrow? You're going to tell them off and you're going to blah, blah, blah. And then I'm going to tell so-and-so about, about what they did. And I know what they're going to, and all this nasty, filthy mess. We're not going to do all that. It's just bad. It's just karma that we don't want to accrue. We want to neutralize karma, friends. We don't want to make good or bad. Just neutralize it. So, what we're going to do is go home, sit still with it. Again, identify what embarrassed me. Was it that it was done in front of people, that I wanted people to, to think that I am a tough guy, tough girl, that I could stand up for myself, speak up with myself? Did they somehow, uh, d did I believe that I was more hmm, tip-top shape in my work, that I can't get feedback? And when I did get feedback, I didn't know how to handle it or it was done in front of people. Do I care? And I have to admit that. Do I care about people thinking I am imperfect and that I do make mistakes? Do I have a problem with thinking that? Uh, you know, whatever, whatever that is, whatever beliefs, you know, I may have had about myself, they've, they're being questioned when I got offended or embarrassed, basically. Okay. So. If you notice, this is all about confronting our own uncomfortable feeling of embarrassment. Unfortunately, in our society, we often don't confront our own suffering, but we cause suffering to others <laughs> by acting in ways where it's like I'm trying to protect my own image and which is going to cause me to defend, 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 uh, argue, 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 and it's going to just be filthy, a filthy, chaotic mess. It doesn't make anything better. It just makes it worse. And it repeats a cycle because I, I, I will just not grow. I will just keep going back to those behaviors, believe it or not. So I want you to really respect embarrassment and that feeling and that discomfort. Learn to walk towards it. Sit in it. Learn to understand what those feelings are, what beliefs about yourself are being questioned. And there's a golden ticket there, friends. There's a golden ticket there if you really look, because after that, it just leads to more self-acceptance. That's it. I can understand and respect all my own nook and crannies, even joke about them sometimes, rather than be embarrassed to show them to people. So those moments that allow me this feeling of embarrassment is just getting me closer and closer to self-accepting all parts of me that are me, are my imperfections. I hope that makes sense. And I, I really wanted to talk about this because man, oh man, 
how many people avoid embarrassment? It's just, it, I, I can, I, if I think one thing that helped me grow as a human being is, is confronting my own embarrassment and learning from it. And let me just tell you, it is a, <laughs> it's a continuous, continuous application here because I'm not perfect. And so I find out each day that I'm not perfect and that embarrassment helps me realize it and helps me get to self-acceptance, self-acceptance of the fact that, Hey, I'm not perfect. I'm, I'm not as clever as I thought I was. I'm not as a perfect, uh, I'm not a perfect writer that I thought I was. Uh, I'm not a perfect worker that I thought I was like, I'm not a perfect, whatever it is that I thought I was. I'm not as perfect as I thought I was, you know? So let's talk about something that is visibly, physically embarrassing. Uh, for example, let's say, um, I'm just going to give a, a, an idea here that I think many women can relate to, which is when they have their menstrual cycle, sometimes it will bleed into their clothing and it, it will be observed and seen by others. Now, <laughs> oh man, we can take this. It's, it's not like we're going to argue with people at that point, right? It's not one of those embarrassments that turn into this offense and I get to argue. Oh no, I want to hide away. <laughs> That's what happens when you find blood on your clothes, right? You want to hide away, never show your face again, never go even go back to the same area again. Um, because you're afraid that people will just remember you as the girl that had the blood on her. But all of this, of course, is just going to teach us again about self-acceptance. But really, it's just sitting with that instead of allowing it to deteriorate you. We want the discomfort of an embarrassment like that to make you really accept yourself. Listen, I'm not the blood that leaks into my clothing. I'm not the blood that you see that's leaking into my, I'm not, I'm none of that. <laughs> I'm beyond that. It's, this is just a physical response that is pretty common with women. And it's easy for me to accept from that place. Now, when my mind wants to go to what other people are going to think about it, I'm going to go back to self-compassion and self-acceptance. I need to accept it first that I do have a menstrual cycle that happens every month in my case, and this could occur. We're running, we're doing things. We play multiple roles throughout the day as moms, workers, whatever, daughters, <laughs> sisters, wives, girlfriends, whatever the case is. And so we are going to sometimes get caught up in that and we may leak so that's okay. It's not the end of the fucking world. All it means is just, hey, I need to accept myself beyond the leak. That's it. Beyond the damn leak. There's nothing wrong with it. Uh, it's not, it's not embarrassing. It is not. And if it is embarrassing, that's okay. It's, you're actually allowed to be embarrassed because guess what? It just means that you need to accept yourself with the leak, not without it, not whatever you thought people would think that you would never have any leakage, you know, I guess you're a woman that never, you know, bleeds beyond the tampon or the, or the, the pad, right? I mean, you get what I'm saying? Again, self-acceptance, no conditions to it. Notice I have made no conditions to your self-acceptance. So even what people see, actually physically, visibly see that you might be embarrassed about, you need to accept it. Just sit it right in it and be like, yes, I am beyond that damn leak. Hair loss, same idea. I'm beyond that hair loss. I am worthy beyond it. These are just physical attributes. They're not me and they're not who I really am. I am beyond that. There's no conditions to my self-acceptance. I can work on improving things. I can work on correcting things, but I myself, I'm always worthy. You, always worthy. You don't have to do anything extra 
or do anything less to be worthy. Okay, this is 20 minutes. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Um, <laughs> okay, I hope this was a nice pep talk. If you're listening to this on your way to work, perfect. Next time, claim that leakage. Be proud of it. Claim that hair loss. Claim whatever it is that you might be embarrassed to show. Claim it. Claim it first. Not make fun of it to make other people feel comfortable about it. No, no, no. Claim it, people. Claim it. It's fine. It's fine. Yep, that I, yeah, I leak. I leak at least like once in a while. It'll happen. <laughs> Surprise. It's called the menstrual cycle. Surprise, you know. Start to own it. Own it. And it just means that you are owning all aspects of you. No conditions to your self-love. How beautiful. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight. I'm sending you love and light and a two-ply, super-absorbent soul that absorbs embarrassment. This has been an episode of Drive Through.